You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Do the work for you. On the BetQL Network. And welcome in. No Joe O the rest of the week. He's off. Hi, I'm Chris Mack. Welcome into BetQL Daily. We are live on Twitch at twitch.tv slash BetQL. Streaming on your Odyssey app, wherever you may be in the world. Take us with you today. A-U-D-A-C-Y, free. Download it today. Of course, on the Odyssey Sports YouTube page as well. And on X, Twitter, whatever you want to call it. Uh, We don't care if we have sponsors. We tell them to go bleep themselves. At BetQL Daily. Woo! Baby, we're coming in hot. I'm Chris Mack again, in for Joe O, alongside Eddie Egros and Aaron Hawksworth. Good morning, friends. How are we doing? It's Thursday night football time. We'll get to that in a couple minutes. We got Joe Osborne from Covers.com, Parker Fleming, to talk conference championships and college football this week. But uh, how'd our uh, Wednesday night go, Ed? Wednesday night was good. Wednesday night was good. I, I kind of took the day off as far as like placing bets on the on games for that actual day. Already looking ahead to championship week in college football. Uh, the mood is tense around here because of my SMU Mustangs going up against the green wave. So I have to pace myself, make sure that I don't overdo it uh, because I do need to have some semblance of energy by the time we get into Saturday. Yeah, there's nothing like some good old fashioned group of five chaos, Aaron. Uh, and SMU could provide that. Maybe maybe a path to the New Year's Six for Liberty if SMU beats Tulane. This is what everybody's talking about. That and, and your wow. Steelers bet for number one seed in the AFC. I love how you and Von Dalzell, like actual Steelers fans, are the biggest <laughs> haters of that bet. You would think you would be it's the crazy. opposite, but I get it. It's you don't want to believe your team is you don't want to believe your team is good. You don't want to believe Kenny Pickett can do big things. I totally well, get it. Totally I know. They they're coming <laughs> off that rip roaring sixteen point performance in Cincy. Look out. Here they come, M Stellars. Uh, but but uh, I had a rough <laughs> night uh, in NBA. I bet on uh, Jonas Valanciunas to uh, have a double-double. Only six boards, fella. Six boards did not yeah. come home. They were up Jeez. by like 20 points, and he had five boards. And I'm like, oh, he's going to have no motivation to get 10 rebounds now. They ended mm-hmm. up winning by 10, and that was like a one-and-a-half-point spread against the Sixers. They crushed them. Yeah, that was, you know, the the late scratch of Embiid really changed a lot of things on, you know, those markets all shifted last minute. Um, Mm -hmm. I had Zion 20 plus and so hit that. Had KD 25 plus in the Suns Raptors game, but not for the reason that I thought that, well, he didn't end up hitting it for the reason that I thought is because they ended up, the Raptors really dictated play that entire game. And so the Suns seven game winning streak gets snapped. 
Um, but yeah, and then Jokic and Murray come back and the Nuggets play like the Nuggets. So it was an interesting night in the NBA, definitely. But let's start here. Let's start, Ed, with Aaron Rodgers back on the practice field in Florham Park. And this might actually happen, he said, with a question mark mm-hmm. at the end and his voice tilting up. This might actually I'm happen. Ron Burgundy? um what 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 do we think about this is this just Aaron Rodgers doing his Aaron Rodgers thing where hey I'm gonna motivate the boys and I'm gonna prove everybody wrong that you can recover from an Achilles in three months is this is this insane especially given the Jets what 0.4 percent chance to make the playoffs what do we make of Aaron Rodgers Mm -hmm. returning to practice yesterday oh it's insane all right that that we have concluded a long time ago uh, not just this process, uh, but maybe the quarterback himself, uh, maybe a little cuckoo. Like it's, it is something <laughs> where we're looking at a medical process that is very much an outlier. And it just so happens to be happening to the guy uh, who always looks at the alternative ways to heal himself or take care of himself, things like that. It is also possible that this is just a a ceremonious step more than it is anything else. I mean, the Jets can decide after three weeks that Rodgers can't play, and then all of this is just sort of publicity generation more than it is anything else. But it is also possible that Aaron Rodgers may be able to go out there. And what matters here is that, okay, yes, the Jets do have some tough games coming up. But if you're also looking at the games that the Jets may have, When Rodgers is out there, we're talking about the Commanders. We're talking about the Cleveland Browns. Yeah, that's a great defense, but they're not scoring too many points and tons of quarterback issues. And the Patriots. And so it is very possible that Aaron Rodgers can go 3-0 with the Jets. And if that's the case, it's not going to help their playoff chances very much. They are way, way down in the standings. And it's a logjam up there. There are too many other good teams who are really in contention for the wild card. So... This, to me, has more to do with Aaron Rodgers trying to prove the naysayers wrong. It has more to do with perhaps promoting something about how he did this. There might be some individual motives off the field as to why he's rushing back out there. And I also think that some of this may very well be, okay, let's have Aaron Rodgers out there in terms of working with all of these other receivers who are going to be coming back next year. And so it might be glorified practices, if nothing else. But guess what? We're going to be watching these glorified practices, aren't we? So there is that. But my bigger concern in all of this is the offensive line in front of Aaron Rodgers will be terrible. They are 29th in offensive line pass blocking per PFF, 27th in ESPN's pass block win rate. So my bigger concern is if he's out there, how do we know he's not going to suffer another injury of significance? Now I get the off season is a good bit longer than the three months he's missed. And so maybe he can find the time to get back out there one more time and prove the naysayers wrong one more time. But at the end of the day, This offensive line is atrocious, and I just do not trust my star quarterback to go out there and feel like he can be protected and serviceable enough to make the Jets better this year and next year, Aaron. Yeah, you said it. I mean, my initial thought was, 
I'm a man. I'm 40. He's going to be 40 on Saturday. I think he wants to insert himself into the news, get some attention that he miraculously came back from this injury really quickly at the ripe old age of 40. Tom Brady's not in the league getting attention for playing at a high level at his old age. So now Aaron Rodgers wants the attention on him. And maybe he is selling something. Maybe he did drink some special tea or eat some mushrooms or do something that we don't know about that he wants to promote but i think he likes attention and there's really nothing to play for the jets are below 500 it makes zero sense even if he does want to get back on the practice field why why wouldn't you just keep it low key or you know like just be in the building but like why does this have to be the top story today they're not going to win the super bowl right now Mm -hmm. and we didn't even we were like is he going to even be good even before the injury, right? Like, Chris, there was no proof that this guy was even going to be good this year anyway. No, no. And and here's the thing. When we look ahead, like, Ed brings up a really good point pointing out who the, who the Jets have in the final three weeks when Rodgers would be eligible to come back. But look what they have in the intervening three weeks. By the way, riding a four-game losing streak behind the golden arms of Zach Wilson and Tim Boyle right now. They've got Atlanta, Hell yeah. Houston, and a trip to Miami. No, I'm sorry. They're, if they win one of those three games, I'll be impressed that the Jets have snapped their losing streak and have somehow won their fifth game of the year. But there's no way they win <laughs> two of those games. They, w- they would have to win at least two of those three, Ed, to get to six mm-hmm. and eight and have an outside shot of running the table and getting in as maybe, maybe getting in as a final wild card. And to your point, that's not the offensive line. I want this guy behind who I'm going to pay. What, what's he getting next year? Uh, upwards of $40 million? Um, No, yeah. no, no, thank you. I, that, mm-hmm. I am focused. If I'm the Jets, uh, if, plus if I'm Robert Sala, it buys me another year. I don't get canned this offseason. It buys me another year to say, <laughs> hey, we're all about next year here in Florham Park. It's all about Aaron Rodgers 2024. I, I make up campaign signs, Ed. Rodgers 2024. Mm-hmm. I, I, there's no reason to, to to talk about this other than, like Aaron said, Aaron Aaron's great uh, taste and desire and appetite for being the center of attention. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. It is something where, okay, I get the idea that, okay, when you activate his practice window, he can throw to Garrett Wilson now. He's not throwing to random folks within the organization. Now he can throw to the receivers he will be throwing to next year. So the campaign sign, Rodgers Wilson 2024, vote early, vote often, (laughs) that will be out there and it will be fantastic. The problem, though, is, okay, is it going to go beyond that? Like, if this is just a move to where Rodgers can throw to actual Jets receivers, then I think this is great. I think it's wonderful, fantastic move. I think my fear is just that it's going to turn into something else or Rodgers is going to be back out there playing. And I don't think this is good for football in general. I think it's good when Rodgers is out there 
healthy with at least an average offensive line in front of him protecting him. And then we can really see what he's all about at age 40. Anything short of that, I I can't look at the medical miracle story. I can't look at anything else. I'm just looking at someone who is is trying, you know, like you said, Aaron, to be the center of attention. And what I wish would happen is the Jets would come in and say, no, this is nuts. You don't need to be doing this. This is an example, once again, that we have seen this past offseason of Aaron Rodgers calling the shots. And I would hope that the Jets organization would not just let him, that they would actually push back and say, look, in our best interest, this is what we need you to do. And I get that's tough to stand up to Aaron Rodgers because he is a real force, but the Jets do need to do that, and I'm worried they're not. It could also be the New York market, too. Like, we don't know Mm -hmm. what, you know, Jets front office and the coaches are thinking of this. They might be like, this is just New York media running away with this. And, you know, it it might not. Nobody might be taking it seriously, I would hope, in that building. I know we're not. (laughs) But it could be part of it, you know, just being in New York. Yeah, that's that's a good point too, and it's I mean, you talk about the New York media market. That's exactly why Aaron was attracted to the Jets because, well, yeah. it's New York, and he knows me, he's going to be on the back page. Exactly, he knows he's <laughs> going to be on the back page of the Post uh, and the Daily News every single day. I don't know if it's worth bringing up comeback player of the year or not. If he were to actually get in, play a few games, and put up numbers. Um, DeMar Hamlin's minus 300 and still the favorite, but not really playing all that much Mm -hmm. in Buffalo. Rogers 18 to one right now. I I don't know, Ed, is that, is that worth a flyer? If he actually gets under center and takes some snaps the final few weeks, how impressed will voters be? Like it has a lot less to do with what I think is an impressive comeback. And certainly some people will go, wow, an Achilles injury. And you were able to come back and actually play legitimate football. Some people will be impressed by this, but I do also wonder if Rogers has ostracized enough voters just by his conversations with Pat McAfee or the political stances he might have, all those things. I think the off the field stuff, I don't want to say it'll disqualify him, but I do think it will have voters raise some concerns to where we go, okay, was this absolutely necessary? To be comeback player of the year, is this supposed to be some inspirational story that we can all live by? Like, DeMar Hamlin has that. Like, I think Mm -hmm. DeMar Hamlin is just such a different story that we have seen in the NFL, and it's something that the league can promote, that the media can discuss, hashtag narratives. I think that's a lot easier to talk about than, say, what Rodgers is doing, where even though we might be impressed, I I don't know about you, Aaron, but still, like, the the hairs in the back of my neck kind of stand on end a little bit, where I go, something about this seems off to me. Yeah, I I mean, I was like, what is he taking to get back this soon? Something doesn't add up here. But I also think at the end of the day, if you're a voter, you're taking pen to paper. It's DeMar Hamlin. I've thought this the whole way. Like, how can you look at what happened with DeMar Hamlin and actually think Aaron Rodgers, if he plays, deserves this? And I think there's probably a lot of voters that might not even like Aaron Rodgers that much. He's accomplished a lot. Right. Like, does he need this award too? I think it would be outrageous if he got it over Hamlin. 
Yeah. I, I, we can it's, also it's, knock NFL voters real fast, Chris. Like we can knock NFL voters in terms of them holding grudges. We've seen this like with the Hall of Fame and with other individual awards. True. This is something that we have seen in the history of the league. And I don't want to forget that in terms of this exercise of predicting what they're going to do, Chris. Yeah, no, that's that's it's it it becomes very political, whether you agree mm-hmm. with the political nature of it or not. And I don't mean like politics, politics, Washington, DC politics. I mean like <laughs> Do you like this guy or not? That's a big part of it when it comes down to the votes. Uh, a couple other issues that maybe we could talk about for borderline AFC wildcard teams, or at least they're both in wildcard position now. Jonathan Taylor, uh, thumb surgery, going to miss multiple weeks for Indy. Joe Flacco taking backup snaps in Cleveland. Um, he could start against the Rams. Uh, Aaron, I don't know if either one of those makes a big move in the, in the wild card race, the AFC wild card race feeling increasingly watered down though, at this point. What's with these old dude quarterbacks? I mean, I'm actually intrigued to see how Flacco looks as someone who covered the Ravens. Uh, I wouldn't mind seeing him on the field just for pure entertainment purpose. A nostalgia act at this point. Definitely. (laughs) You're listening to BetQL daily presented by BetMGM. Check us out on your Odyssey app. And coming up next, Thursday Night Football, a big one for the Seahawks. Can the Cowboys keep it rolling? That's next right here on Beck UL Daily.